Let's go, girls. We got another episode of 90s tunes. to record. And guys, girls and guys, and however you identify. If you can't tell by that little intro, or if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we're going to be talking about Shania Twain this week. I mean, admittedly, we're not doing the album with that on it, but it was a good introduction, I thought. Well... I was thinking about that introduction because that was the only Shania Twain song that I thought I knew. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Until I listened to this or re-listened to this album. Well, I guess listen to it because oh. I don't think I've ever listened to this whole album before. I doubt you had. But I knew some songs yeah. off of it, which I was surprised. And we are doing The Woman and Me, not Come On Over <laughs> or Up. No, no. Also, I think... Probably just as good CDs, or probably all the same. You know what I mean? Like, probably all the same. <laughs> it's not what I meant, but all good. It was hard to, well, Up's not two, is 2000s, but it was hard to decide between Come On Over and The Woman and Me. Oh, okay. Because th- it looked like there was as many hits on both of them. Oh, okay. Why did you pick this album? I thought it was time for a country album. Okay. And we decided to do Canadian for Canada Day, even like for a couple of weeks. So I don't think there's a bigger Canadian country star. No, there's not. And maybe we'll get into some of the awards about that later. Yes. Or not even just awards. She's iconic. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean... Her videos, we'll get in, maybe we'll talk about those. Like, I can picture some. That, like, hooded animal print one. Yeah, the long, like, jacket. Yeah, with the hood and the... the desert? um, Or no, like, salt flats or whatever. Yeah, I forget where it was, but I can... Even her jerseys are in the Bell Studio Museum. Yeah, I've seen those before. Some of the bejeweled, her black long coat with the and she's wearing the little veil in one of her videos i think you'd recognize that heck even her and a wife beater watch the language i know wife beaters and good to say i was thinking heck i know but you know for up that's one even her jean jacket like she's just has some looks yeah yeah and i also chose her because she's been touring I saw. I know some friends who saw her a couple of weeks ago in Calgary. And talking about her look, she did you see her look for the Grammy this year? No. She had this red wig and this like big poke. Like I'm not sure if it was polka dot or cow print like outfit. It's it, it got some reaction. Okay, but yeah. But that's just her look. Let's talk about her music. <laughs> <laughs> well. Her look being iconic, I really think her music is iconic, too. Not just Canadian music, but world stage country music. And I really, I was reading a little bit, and somebody said it was country pop. Yeah. And I really agree with that. Yeah, oh, I agree, too. Um, So... I knew her before The Woman and Me. Like, I kind of, I don't know what songs I knew, but I remembered that first album. She's wearing, like, mucklucks, and there's a wolf on it. It's called Shania Twain. Okay. Because my parents listen to country, and country videos were on, and the radio was always on. So I kind of knew her, and then this CD came out, and there was controversy. Again, mostly for her work, her look singing midriff in country music, not conservative, you know. Oh, okay. 
but I think people got over that. So did you see the music videos on Much Music, or did you have country music television? Uh, I don't actually know where I saw them. Okay. Like, a little bit of everywhere, Kmart. I think. <laughs> well, maybe. TV Center, Kmart. Maybe. And her videos are great. It reminds me that we're missing videos these days. Well, I think that's what YouTube is great for, is the the videos. Because, yeah. you know, Much Music... No, we don't have cable. No. So we don't have much music. We don't have MTV or I hear VH1. there's not videos on them anyway. But yeah, going to a hotel, I'll sometimes look what's on. And it's always like much music has South Park or The Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah. And, you know, I like The Simpsons. Great. That's what's on. But no music videos. And I think that's, I think we're missing out. I think that really helped a song. Yeah. And I think the 90s. Were the best time for videos. Yeah. I'm not saying the 80s were bad, but they were becoming more perfected in the 90s. And I'd say hers were. I'd love to know the budgets. You can find that out on Sound Like. There's one in front of the pyramids where she's riding a horse. Oh, okay. I forget what song that is. It's not a very well, it's not even a really well known song, but it's from this album. Yeah. So, you know, you speak about music videos, and I know we'll probably touch on this again down the road, but. I think about much music and walking by there when I was 17, mm. like late 90s, and seeing that building and thinking about how iconic it was, like looking in, seeing like the VJs, like Rick the Temp and oh, yeah, yeah. George, I'm not going to say his last name because I'm just going to brutalize it. Strombolopolis? Yes. <laughs> I know I got it wrong and, too. <laughs> well, he was my favorite because he liked the rock music. like Yeah. So, like, and. Yeah. You know, there's a car coming out of the building. And then when I was in Toronto a couple of years ago, walking by the building, it was just like Bell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it just didn't have that same feel to it. Like I don't know if music video dance parties are still a thing. <laughs> we had a much music video dance party for prom. I've always seen much music video dance parties being advertised, but then mm-hmm. being at one was a lot different. Was it at all like Electric Circus? No, I don't think. I think they just played like a lot of 90s music. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, to get back, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about Shania, born Eileen Regina Edwards. Shania is just kind of a made up name. People were like, oh, it's Ojibwe or Cree, but there's no real. I think she just liked the sound oh, okay. of it. And Twain is her stepfather's last name. And oh, he okay. kind of ra- he raised her. Now, they had a him and his mother had a her mother had a tumultuous tumultuous relationship like there was fighting she convinced her to leave to go to a like homeless shelter got back but it was ups and downs and they didn't have a lot of money she worked even like at a reforestation like planting trees but it didn't it was hard work for not a lot of money but she would take her guitar into the uh forest and just with her dog, um, write songs and play music. Now, her she did move out, and then her parents died in a car accident. And she oh. came back to raise her younger siblings. She was working in bars at the na- like the age of eight. She would go from 12 oh. till 1. I guess they didn't serve alcohol then, but everyone <laughs> was drunk, and she was an eight-year-old girl. Um, she was on Tommy Hunter, I think, when she was 13. Do you remember Tommy Hunter? No. That might not be in your memory bank either it was like a country 
music program that he would have guests on all the time. I think it was on Sundays, CBC used to watch it all the time. My parents did. Um, Yeah, and she ended up moving to, and she would play like cover bands and around Ontario, Timmins, she was from Timmins. Um, And she ended up going to Nashville and making her first CD, which wasn't the very critically complained, acclaimed. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was critically complained. And that's where she met Mutt Lang. Uh, and things changed. Now, do you remember Mutt Lang from last week? I do remember Mutt Lang from last week because Mutt Lang worked with everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Including the iconic Brian Adams. Yeah. I know we talked about Def Leppard, ACDC, but like, yeah, Nickelback, mm-hmm. Muse. Lady Gaga, Britney yeah. Spears. Yeah. I think pop is kind of, I think Shania was kind of his first foray into pop. And yeah. then you can see Backstreet Boys, Billy Ocean. I guess yeah, just a little bit before. of everybody. Mm-hmm. Michael Bolton. And he turned out to be not so good of a guy. Do you know their story? No. Well, he cheated on her with her best friend. No, Marie Ann Thibodeau. Actually, I don't know the last name. Okay. Anyway, he had an affair. They broke up. She ended up marrying Marie Ann's husband. They kind of got together and was like, oh, our spouses cheated on us with each other. And they've been married, I think, since 2011. Okay. So that's a kind of interesting story. (laughs) And during the time, like when she got, I think around when she got divorced, she ended up c- catching Lyme disease in 2003. Oh. Um, it changed her voice. It's called dysphonia. It just affected her voice. She would have blackouts on stage. She was dizzy. Even now, I think I heard her new stuff. It's a little bit more like rougher because her what she had gone through. Okay. Um, since then, she's always kind of been around. She took a little, like some hiatus, hiatuses. <laughs> um, she did a residency in Vegas. She had a new album. She's on tour now, but yeah. Grammys. So let's talk a little bit about the album. <laughs> Sorry, there's so much, so much. And I watched a documentary on her a couple weeks, oh, okay. months ago now. But yeah, this album, yeah, I'd say pop country. I was very surprised at the amount of songs I knew off the album. Yes. And some of them, I'll say, were enjoyable. For Fun. A, for a for a a genre you a don't gen- listen yeah. to. I was trying to think of the word genre, so thank you. Yeah. Um, I do not listen to country. No. Too much. I I listen to some newer yeah. stuff, but um, yeah. you probably know some older stuff from me, like kind of Willie Nelson type yeah. stuff, maybe yeah. some Johnny Cash. Yeah. But she's on the radio a lot. Yeah, she is. Fa- your favorite song. Um, is it any man of mine? No, I'd say I, this might surprise you. Whose bed have your boots been? <sighs> That's under? my favorite one too, <laughs> and it's the most country one on the album. Well, I I just listened. I did a lot of listening to the lyrics. Yes. on this album. Yeah, and I know we had a little argument about a song that was <laughs> not even off this album, but I, we listen off of YouTube music. And after the album was over, there was a couple more songs playing as we were playing Dr. Mario. And then 
<laughs> a song came on. I don't even remember the name of the song or who's. Oh, I don't remember the song, which song it was either. But we had an argument about country music, so we won't get too much into no. that. Because, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think all the songs, or maybe, no, not all the no. songs, but a lot of the songs were about men and relationships and. And I'd knocking say, boots. Yeah, independence almost. Like she has, she might have some sappy love song, but she has ones that are kind of like very feminist. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And like almost blaming a guy in this one for being like promiscuous. Okay. It's kind of how I took this, like kind of, but yeah. very like country sound. Yeah. And of course, we assumed. That she had a relationship with Dave Coulier. <laughs> and that's where, this, that's where the lyrics came from. Yes, like every 90s song. But had you known this song? Because this isn't on the radio too Yes, much. I've heard you the did. song before. Because okay, it's more on the country charts. But I heard the song, but never really listened to the yeah, lyrics. Yeah. And that's the same with a lot of these songs. I've heard them, but didn't really listen. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. I think it gave me a new perspective of really listening into the lyrics. Yeah. And I mean there's some big hits, Any Man of Mine, that's a big one. Which it's a fair it's a great blend of pop and there's that country yeah. almost the back the male, I think it's Mont Lang, but it the, is because at one point when we were listening I said Is that Ray Romano or Kermit yeah. the Frog doing <laughs> backing vocals? Because he had that like voice. Yeah. Of, of, like deep but like not just deep, but Nasally, Kermity, yeah. the froggy. Yeah, but country. Yeah. For a guy who I didn't know he sang. No, I didn't know it was him either, so. Yeah. Now, there's some really funny things. When you look at the musicians and they're- I did. I, I, I didn't catch their names, but they, one, they said, like, credit them for what they did on the CD. There's claps, boot stomps. Footsteps, which was Shania, the tic tac bass, the wah wah guitar, a jangle guitar, <laughs> like and and I know we mentioned this before, how we used to how we make up stories in the car when we're driving. <laughs> yes. Of that's my uncle who played whatever obscure yeah. instrument, but like harmonica. Then. I really like that it said Terry McLean. He played the cowbell, harmonica, mm -hmm. and boot stomps on. Yeah. <laughs> whose whose boots have your whose bed have your boots been yes under? so i like that he got credited for doing the boot stomps on that song me too that's just fantastic it is i um, like that there was good musical sources on there like who was playing whatever guitar or piano or yeah. I, I mean it didn't say piano but there were some songs that had piano in it because it was kind of country yeah. i wrote it down what song i was like piano <laughs> oh, raining on our love. Oh, okay. Sounds like a piano at first. You know what we didn't talk about? This was released on February seventh, nineteen ninety five. Yes, and it was released on cassette and CD. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes, I, I will say though, some of the songs I didn't know, some that weren't hits, I understand why they weren't hits. They were almost like maybe not filler, but. You could see why they weren't hits. Yeah, a little bit too slow, a little bit too sappy. It was. It seemed like it wasn't. It was too country for the album. Yeah, everything that was a hit was this country pop. Yeah, and some of the big, not stronger songs were just this 
slower country music. The one song I did like was No One Needs to Know. I don't know why that's not a bigger hit. I feel like it could be. Okay. Yeah. I can't picture it now, though. Like, I can't. Yeah, I can't picture it now. I can't remember what the song is, but although you were saying we listen on Google on a, or um, YouTube music, and one has, you're listening, and all of a sudden it has Fuck You by Lily Allen. I don't know if you know that song, but no, I was listening no, I and like it's not Shania Twain, and I don't know if someone <laughs> made a mistake or if they think it's funny, but it's kind of a great song anyway to be put in there. But yeah, you're right. Some are just a little too... I, I'm now in like two country. Yeah. But I'm interested to see her next CD if it's more poppy. Like okay. some of the songs are that I know, but like just in general, all the songs. Yeah. You could see why she became a star. Why It's yeah, country pop. Yeah. And there was a change. I can't say... I can't picture other music that does it, other pop country that does it so well yeah, as Shania Twain. No, no. Even though, and I didn't listen to Shania Twain. It was, she was just around. But now listening to this, I've been listening to more Shania Twain. Okay. But I, I know you're like, stop talking, Lena. I have stats to talk about. <laughs> it brought up some great memories. Not even necessarily the song, but just the country. My parents always had the radio playing, always, yeah. just when we were getting ready in the morning, and it was just in the car. It was just like background noise, kind of, but it brought up just like, I remember being home, maybe just in the kitchen getting breakfast. No, like, not a specific memory, but just a feeling. Okay. And I guess because, I mean, it had always been around. I guess the 90s is when I, I mean, I guess if we played 80s country, it might be the same thing. But I especially remember 90s country, even not a song, but just that feeling. And this, some of these brought that feeling. Okay. That feeling. Yeah, yeah. What kind of awards did she get, Avery? (laughs) Well, I'm I'm looking at the weekly charts. And it only peaked on number seven for the Canadian albums. Mm. But Canadian country albums became number one. U.S. Billboard Top 200, it was number 19. No, sorry, number five on the Billboard Top 200. But, like, top country albums on the Billboard, like, was number one. It did reach number one in a few places, like UK country albums, like I said, the Canada country albums as well. And it sold, it went two times diamond in Canada, which is two million records. But hmm. in the United States, it went 12 times platinum, which is 12 million albums. Wow. So, yeah, albums. pretty big. Yeah. I mean, deservedly. And it did win a bunch of awards. It won the Canadian Country Music. Oh, that, yeah. Canadian Country Music Association Awards. It won Album of the Year, Top Seb, Top Selling Album, and Special Achievement Award, Top Selling Album by a Female Country <laughs> Artist Ever. Oh, <laughs> By a female country artist in Canada from Timmins, Ontario, that rode a horse in a video. <laughs> I thought it was going to be specific like that. No. <laughs> yes. And uh, con- Academy of Country Music Awards, Album of the Year. Billboard Music Awards, Country Album of the Year. Grammy Awards, Best Country Album. And a couple other ones, too, like Best <laughs> Country Albums. So lots of lots of awards. It should have. It, yeah. It, it was... Even if we didn't listen to it, if it wasn't our thing, we were aware of it. It was a change. It was kind of, it was a change in music. 
Well, I think you hit that right because I wasn't a fan of that genre, but I was aware of all these songs. You not being super pop, like listen to something like pop or country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, at that time, I didn't listen to a lot of pop, but now, and I didn't, I was like, oh, it was okay. It was around, but now I'm real glad it really made me appreciate her more so i think we both agree it definitely still stands up today yes got me ready for a stampede yeah yeah for sure are you uh are you happy with your choice happier than i thought i was gonna be i'm also happy with your choice i thought it was a good album yeah it was i enjoyed it more than i thought i was going to so and although it does make me want to say (laughs) let's go girls (laughs) even though that's not the yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not the, on the right CD. It makes me want to listen to more Shania when it was over. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's all I have about this album. Yeah, me too. It was great. It was just a great little surprise, something different we didn't know. Yeah. Well, we didn't know all of. So I think we can talk about next week's album. Yeah. Are you excited for this? Because I know I'm excited. I am. I'm going way different than okay. you probably even thought. But there was a song in the 90s that I really liked. So we're going to do the album by Fish, Hoist. I don't know. I think I know one Fish song, maybe. I don't even know if it's Fish. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah, we're going to do that album. Enjoy. Nice. And make sure you tune in Friday when we do Nani's Tune, and we're going to be listening to Lena's pick, which is? Len, Steal My Sunshine. (laughs) Good, good. And they surprised me. I thought Len was some other people. We'll talk about it on Friday. Yeah. Until then, keep on listening. <laughs> I forgot to mention something. Do you know she was credited for kind of finding Avril Lavigne? No. Yeah, she, I guess Avril Lavigne, I kind of forget the story, but was on, like, she brought her on stage to sing. And okay. that was the beginning of Avril Lavigne. The original Avril Lavigne? Yeah, not or the, the dead one. one. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, I guess she would be the dead one, but... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it would be the dead one, because yeah. there's that whole yeah. conspiracy about Avril Lavigne And that's a whole died. different episode. Yeah, but I don't know if she's 90, <laughs> so we have to throw it in here, but look it up. It's, a, it's kind of a funny story. All right.